get ready for an epic experience that you won't forget. The Be Your Best Self Conference, August 22nd at the Grand Event Center in Grandview Heights. You'll rub elbows with some seriously cool folks in the business world and soak up all sorts of wisdom about being a bold leader, rolling with the punches, and smashing through any obstacles that may come your way. It's not just about setting through speeches. It's about making connections and diving deep into learning that'll stick with you for ages. We've got a killer lineup of speakers just for you. First up, we've got Brian John, the brains behind Echo and Athena, who's going to drop some knowledge bombs about leading with love. Next, we'll hear from Shara Hutchison, the powerhouse CEO of Exposure, who's going to spill the beans on how to navigate change like a pro, whether it's in your personal life or at work. And then brace yourself for Stephen Carr, the mastermind behind Belief Force, who's going to show us how to kick those self-limiting beliefs to the curb and step into our full potential. But wait, there's more. We've got a lively panel discussion lined up where we'll tackle the ins and outs of working with different generations in the workplace, led by the amazing Dahlia Calgreen from United Residential Management. And to keep the momentum going all day long, we've got the one and only LaShondra Baker from LBB Edutainment as our hype woman. Oh, and don't even think about sneaking out early because we've got some seriously awesome prizes up for grabs at the end of the day. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready for a day packed with inspiration and connections. Chamberpartnership.org backslash BYBS 2024. Good morning, Tri-Village Chamber and Tri-Village area. This is David Polakowski, President and CEO of the Tri-Village Chamber. I am here this morning with my wonderful chairperson, uh, Dr. Jake Kaufman, who is the owner of Optimized Chiropractic. Good morning. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing this Good. morning? Good. I, I could just sense the nervousness in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So... Let's start from the beginning. Why chiropractic? Oh, that's a great, great question. Uh, I, I knew um, pretty much from a really young age that I wanted to help people. Uh, I've always really liked people. I just enjoyed individuals, learning about them. So knew I always wanted to be in some type of field to help people. I grew up with my grandpa and both my uncles being medical doctors. One was a general practitioner, um, the other two were surgeons, and then I had an aunt who was a chiropractor. So growing up, I was around the medical field, I was around the, the health professions, and as I got older, as I got into middle, I got into high school, I really started thinking, okay, I want to go one, one of these routes, either whether it's a nurse, whether it's a doctor, whether it's a chiropractor, and once I got to college... I started really thinking, okay, what do I want my life to look like? Do I want to be running out at dinner because I got called into the ER? Do I want to be missing my weekends? Do I want to be missing all of the, all of this time? And, you know, growing up with my mom, um, she was a teacher and we got to hang out. We got to just have a ton of fun all the time. Um, and then watching my, my grandpa, my two uncles and how much their work took over their lives, which again, they changed hundreds, you know, Tons of people's lives did amazing work, uh, but at that same time, they they weren't around the family, weren't around to, to participate in some activities. Whereas my aunt, who was the chiropractor, helped people and literally would 
you know, shut up about talking about how much she loves her job and being a chiropractor. So once I got into college and uh, started working on my undergraduate degree, I went and toured uh, Parker University, which is a chiropractic college down in uh, Dallas, Texas, and really was just blown away by the whole whole process. I met um, one of the professors that taught neuroscience there, and he was a PhD from Michigan State, and just had a really good connection with him, and decided that that's really what I wanted to go with. Uh, so it was a combination of really liking um, the chiropractic profession and some of the things they do and looking at what do I want my future to look like? What do I want my day-to-day to look like? What do I want my family life to look like? So just kind of looking at all of that um, is what brought me into the chiropractic profession. In you went to school in Dallas, correct? Yes. That's the, the college you went to see and that's what you chose. But you've kind of taken a different direction than most of the normal chiropractic. And I don't know if that's the proper terminology or not. You're into the science. Mm-hmm. So explain how different your practices as compared to other chiropractic practices. God, that's a mouthful. It is. It is. It is. Uh, um, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, when you, when you look at chiropractic, I mean, we could have a whole history lesson, which I won't bore anybody with. Um, but chiropractic has basically broken down into a couple different subsets. Um, you have like kind of your general practitioner chiropractors, and that's the majority of your chiropractors. They're doing some type of physiotherapy. They're doing, you know, chiropractic uh, manipulation, m- manipulations or adjustments with the twisting, the popping, the cracking. Um, and the majority of them take insurance. And that's probably, you know, close to 90% plus of the profession. Then you have um, different groups of chiropractors that kind of uh, specialize isn't the right word, but more focus on, on something. And I'm under this subset of structural chiropractic, and that's looking at alignment of the body in some way. Um, from that structural aspect, you have some people that are looking at, you know, the alignment as far as the head tilt, the shoulder tilt, the spinal tilt, and the hip tilt, rotation of the hips and shoulders. And then you have some that are looking at specific individual bones. Um, and the alignment of those bones in relation to themselves and the rest of the body. What we did at Optimize Chiropractic is we wanted to take that structural approach of the measuring because that's something that, in my opinion, is really helping move the profession forward is getting that information about what's actually happening before and after the correction. But a lot of time throughout care, someone will show up to a structural chiropractor's office and they'll do all that initial measurement They'll create a really good plan, but then they don't measure it throughout. So essentially, it's like going to, you know, a trainer or going to someone that's helped you. You want to have them help you lose weight, but they're not measuring if they're actually making any progress. So, you know, say you're, you're with someone and you're like, I want this individual I'm paying. I need to lose 50 pounds. We're going to create a plan of action and go through six months to lose this weight and it, the, if at three months you hadn't lost any, you'd probably want to know, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And if at six months, the same thing, and you're not measuring, it doesn't really make any sense. So when we started to open the practice and really looking at how we wanted to practice, it was 
how do we how do we just take this to the next level? How do we really show people this is how your body's improving? Improving. Obviously, we want you to feel better. We want you to function better. But we want to be able to show you with objective data how your body has improved throughout the process. So it's the structural chiropractic, but taking it a, a level deeper of really measuring multiple components of the body and how they're functioning. And it's not that, but it's not the traditional adjustment. And no, it's and not. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I can, I get so focused on the data. Uh, sometimes I forget that what I do when it comes to the twisting mm-hmm. and popping and cracking is so different. So what we're, we're looking at is we're measuring that, that alignment of the body, the head tilt, the shoulder tilt, the spinal tilt, the hip tilt, and the rotation, the shoulders, the pelvis. Then we're also looking at center of gravity. So if you're standing straight up, um, you should have, the majority of your weight pretty much right in the middle of your body um, because that's the brain coordinating how it's how it's balancing and so when that's off from one side to the other or front or back it tells us okay the, something's going on the brain thinks it's in a position where it isn't so that's either happened by compensation due to misalignment and injuries in the past and that's what we're going to work to get out or um, due to something going on neurologically um, so when we take all of that and measure all of that, it tells us the breakdown of the body and how the muscles, the fascia, the tendons, the ligament have compensated based off of the injury or past experience and lets us know where to go into the body and release tension or put input into the body to make those objective changes that we're going to measure. Does that make sense? Brett's, Brett's, <laughs> Brett's eyes got really big on that one. And, and I'll admit, Jake is my chiropractor, and it is a different feeling compared going from being adjusted and cracked to it's more like a myofascial release. It really, it really is. It's, it's more of a, what I, I like to say, it's a tensegral myofascial release focused on restoring, restoring structural integrity of the body. Um, we could have a whole conversation about tensegrity. If you're listening to this, Google tensegrity. That's how the body works. It works through a tensegral system. I, I wouldn't even know how to spell that like to Google it. but um, And it is, it is totally different, but y- you don't – it's hard to explain because there are times, and you've seen me do this, where you're on – the what's it called not the bed the the, table the table thank you and you get up and you're like whoa like you got up too fast but it's just from the adjustment and we've this week was a bad week i'll admit i was way out of line for some reason but anyway it's a different process and it makes you feel like i'm sitting here in front of you like wait my posture and i always do this but I notice myself, my posture is different and it just helps a variety of things. Mm-hmm. So if you want to experience something different, get a hold of me or get a hold of Jake and, and I'll tell you, it, it's been a great, it's almost a year, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great year. So, um, well, thank you, David. Well, yeah, I have to promote, <laughs> you know, um, but what, how did you end up in, Tri-Village area, Upper Arlington. So um, I'm originally from Oklahoma. I uh, grew up in a small town of about 2,000 people in Oklahoma. And um, then, you know, went to University of Oklahoma to get my undergraduate degree and then went to Parker University down in Dallas. 
uh, to get my doctor of chiropractic. And while I was in uh, school down there, you know, I'm an Oklahoma boy, so I had my my boots on. It was a Friday night. One of my high school buddies uh, that worked at the oil field down there was going to be in town. So we went square dancing um, and we went two-stepping out. What we typically did on a Friday, Saturday night. What and, else What else would you do in Dallas? Yeah. I mean, what I else? Mean, there's, there's really nothing else to do there besides two-stepping. I, I just want to know... Is there video of this? There is not video. There are some pictures. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's it. There's no <laughs> video, though. Um, but I was down there, and I saw this this tall, beautiful woman, and I asked her to dance. Um, and initially, she said, well, I don't know how to dance. And I was like, that's a horrible excuse. Yeah, you, 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 you're at a two-step bar. And so she finally danced with me. Um, we hit it off and come to find out she was from Ohio. Um, so she ended up having to fly back to Ohio. She was down there visiting her sister who had a volleyball tournament. Um, and we just kept kept talking, stayed in communication. And then before long, we started dating. And so we dated for two years long distance. Um, and then out of school, I got recruited to an office down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, so I worked down there. Um, for seven months, supposed to be a two-year commitment. That's a whole nother topic that we could touch on. Um, but then had the opportunity to open, open up my own practice. So we started looking at, you know, where do we want to open? Um, with her family being up in Ohio, we said, you know, let's let's move up there. Um, and then when we started looking, we looked started looking at communities and areas. Uh, and honestly, I just kind of fell in love with the Tri-Village area. Uh, and a lot of it had to do with the community, um, the people, they have the two best schools in the entire state um, with Grandview, with Upper Arlington. Um, so it was one of those decisions of like, why wouldn't you want to be in the best communities? Why, If you're going to start somewhere, it's probably a good, you're going to put yourself in a good position if, if you start in three of the best communities in Columbus, Ohio with Marble Cliff, Grandview, and Upper Arlington. So that's that's what brought us here. Um, and we've just fallen in love with it. And, you know, you opened, what was, you opened how many years ago? Your practice? So opened in April, uh, April 15th of 2018. And when did you get involved with the Tri-Village Chamber? So I got involved in the Tri-Village Chamber February um, 2018. So... I moved here December 23rd, 2017, and knew my wife. Um, That was the one person, basically, that I knew in in Columbus. Um, She has some family here, um, but some of them I hadn't even met yet. Uh, So, yeah, she was really the only person I knew. So once I moved into the community, it was like, okay, how do you get involved? Like I said, starting a business, you know no one, and you want to open within four months. You got a lot of of, uh, hands to shake. Um, So... Joined the Tri-Village Chamber and just from that time have just tried to stay as as active as possible. And your journey has been relatively quick with the Tri-Village Chamber, becoming board chair, you were ambassador. And then I think, did I recruit you or you were in the process of being recruited when I started and you came on the board in February of twenty. Yeah. Right after I started. And, mm-hmm. and it was interesting because we were scrambling. We're like, we need a secretary. We need a secretary. Well, someone, 
either I did or, or Kara did, reached out to you and you're like, okay, but what do I need to do? He is probably one of the most detailed pers- people that I know in taking minutes. I, I, I've never done this. It's not, it's not rocket science. But <laughs> your journey to where you are today with me, we've um, we got a great relationship. We have an open relationship. What have you seen in the transition over the past couple of years, even with COVID, you know, we zigged and zagged and uh, we, we survived. What have you seen are the changes? One thing that I've really noticed um, with the chamber is the amount of events, um, the quality of events uh, and the engagement. Those were are the three things that I would say. Um, you know, in 2020, we, as you know, we pivoted um, and had a lot of events mm-hmm. online. And I honestly, you know, when we did that, I was unsure of like, how is this going to happen? And it turned out to be just fantastic mm-hmm. with the amount of people showing up um, and being engaged. So like that just excited me because I was like, hey, man, is this going to, are we going to see a slowdown? I'm obviously seeing a slowdown in my practice. So I figured we would see that everywhere. And I know a lot of businesses did. Uh, but when it came to the programming, they're just amazing online programming. And then once we opened it up to in-person, we also allowed hybrid as well. Um, so that the programming has been good. I feel like there have been resources throughout the programming, continuing to keep people engaged in the community updated what's going on in the community um, and then the different events as well. So I would say that's been the biggest, biggest change is just the, the quality of events, um, the number of events, and then the engagement with the three, three communities as well. It just seems like it just continued to grow and kind of level up. Um, Honestly, I would say it feels like every quarter uh, as you know, since I've been involved. Well, and, and it's interesting because when you come in as a new president CEO of an organization, you're like, what do I do? I was lucky enough that Michelle and Stephanie handed me off a strong base and we were able to take what they started and developed and grow it and expand. And I do give them kudos and shout, shout out because I don't think we would be as successful if they didn't have that base. And of course, Michelle the big old merger with Grandview Heights and Upper Arlington, she she handled that, and um, we're really in a great spot. So what are your top three priorities, you think, for the Chamber moving forward? Yeah. Um, before we go to that, you mentioned uh, you were talking about the benefits of the Chamber and how it's changed. One thing that has been the coolest experience, and honestly, is that probably the reason why I am actually, I would say it is the reason I'm, I am involved is because when I got to Columbus, I w- went and talked with multiple organization, community organizations, because I wanted to get involved and I wanted to find one where I would really resonate with. And it was, you know, Michelle and Stephanie and meeting them and talking to them and just how warm and welcoming they were. Um, and just fun to be around. And that's one thing that I've been so impressed with. It's because I talk to different individuals. You know, I, I, I have patients that I talk to. A lot of my patients that I take care of, actually, the majority are business owners. Um, and so speaking with them, you know, about the different communities, the different events, the different organizations that I don't want to say love, but it does seem like just a gen, gen, genuine 
Um, excitement for people is something that I feel like the chamber has had since I started and it continues to grow just that the fun community, the warm, welcoming community. And I think that's really the strongest aspect of the chamber is, you know, you show up to an event and someone's going to come up and walk, walk up to you and say, Hey, how are you doing? You know, what do you do? And so I'd say that's probably the biggest, uh, my favorite thing about, about the chamber when you were talking about that. Yeah. What was your, what was your question again? <laughs> what do you see the three main priorities for us moving forward? Even, you know, we're five months in to your term as chair and, mm -hmm. you know, eventually we'll become past chair next year. What are your focus? And I know we've had a lot of talk with Greg Kidwell about, you know, five to seven years, we would like to be the best chamber which I think we already are, but I might be biased a little bit, but what do you, you think our th three priorities are moving forward to build the organization? I mean, I think that you, you have to look at how are we benefiting members? How are we really benefiting members? And I think that comes down to the programming. And when you look at the programs that we've had and the places we're going with the programming, it's freaking awesome. Like it just, that's, it just like the programming we have just is really good. Um, we've got the uh, Tri Village Taste coming up. Yep, September. And we've got the Be Your Best Self Expo. August. Um, you know, we have our monthly luncheons. We have networking events. We have the after hours. So I feel like our, our, our first priority is maintaining and growing and mm -hmm. continuing to exceed expectations when it comes to programming. I would say that's priority number one. Because of that priority number one, that allows us to reach number priority number two. And that's to have not only the best, but the biggest suburban chamber in Ohio. I mean, we've got three of the best communities in Columbus with such amazing people, businesses, and resources. There's no reason that we shouldn't be the biggest and the best suburban chamber in, in all of Columbus. Um, so again, how do we go about doing that? Well, it's the programming, it's the, it's the networking, it's the showing the different businesses and the individuals why this is a good decision to be in a chamber. Um, so that, that would be priority. I would say number, number two, and then priority number three, where do we, where do we go from there? You know, what is what is a long term future look like for a chamber? What is the best suburban chamber um, in Ohio look like moving forward? How do we continue to benefit um, our members once we get that big and continue to provide a very high quality um, benefits for those members. I think that right now we're, we're continuing to do that and it's growing and getting better. But as we grow, we need to maintain those relationships. We need to maintain that focus on providing a maximal benefit to our members and those individuals. So yeah, I would say those are kind of the three, three main things that I'm, I'm looking at moving forward. And I guess he passed the test because honestly, Jake had no idea what we were talking about. None of our guests ever do. So Final words of wisdom, chiropractic words, chamber words, person, what, what keeps you going? Um, wow. Didn't know we'd get that deep this morning. Uh, that's a great question. 
I would say that my whole kind of, not whole, but a lot of my mindset on life has changed in the last uh, few years because of COVID. I mean, I got engaged in 2018. I got married in 2019 and then COVID hit in 2020. Um, so one kind of theme over the last few years has been uncertainty and just embracing that uncertainty. There's so many things that we just don't know, um, whether it's a relationship, whether it's business, whether it's personal, there's so many things that we don't know. And we sit around and we get anxious and we worry about these unknowns, but there is, there's one known thing and it's uncertainty. We, we know that there's uncertainty. That's really the only thing that we know is the uncertainty. And so I feel like the last few years I've really embraced that. Um, and that's allowed me to kind of approach every day with a more clear mind. Um, so that that's one thing that has really helped me as far as what I've learned the last few years. Um, to A message to, to leave for people I would say, you know, when it, when it comes to health, it takes effort. And that's one of the, the toughest things is because we have so many things pulling at our time and time is a limited resource. And we have work, we have relationships, we have personal things that we want to enjoy. And at the end of the day, a lot of us just don't feel like we have enough time to take care of ourselves. Um, so I, w- I would say that if, if you're an individual that is wanting to improve your health, you have to prioritize yourself. Um, and we have, we have a problem of not doing that in this country, of not prioritizing ourselves in, in the terms of our health. Um, but it, it takes effort. It takes prioritizing yourself. And at the end of the day, you can't, you can't pour from an empty cup. If you're exhausted, if you're depleted, you can't help people. You can't have good relationships. Um, your, your work's going to suffer. Your life's going to suffer. So that's just one thing that I continue to tell people is you can't, you can't pour from an empty cup. And if you're depleted, you're not going to be able to show up in life and execute and do the things that you want to do at a high level. Um, so take care of yourself. That's, that's what I would say. So if somebody wants to reach out to you, how do they connect? So I can, I can be reached um, over email at uh, drkoffman, C-O-F-F-M-A-N, at optimizecolumbus.com. Uh, I can be reached uh, over phone at 614-769-7831, or you can literally just Google data-driven chiropractic. Uh, I will be the first uh, website that pass, pops up. My website's datadrivenchiropractic.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, uh, Twitter, I'm, I'm out there. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Um, you can pop on the Tri-Village website and go to the business directory and uh, find us on there. So, yeah, we're, we're out there and always feel free. I'm, I'm an open book when it comes to health. Uh, that's why I'm in this is because I just want people to get the most out of life. All right. Thank you. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. All right. Absolutely. Have a good day, everybody. We'll talk soon. Did you know sponsoring a Tri-Village Chamber event not only builds brand awareness, but expands your network? Our chamber unites hundreds of businesses and individuals through meaningful relationships, educational programming, exclusive resources, and awesome events. Sponsorship supports our efforts to build and strengthen the community. 
To find out which opportunities are best for you, contact me directly at Katie, K-A-T-I-E, at chamberpartnership.org. Thanks for partnering with us. Thanks for listening to Business Inspires. Check out the podcast show notes for information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast.